Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll do some muggin', we'll have a colorful segment, and songs about nothing, nothing, and something. But first, congratulations to long time, and by long time I mean since at least 2004, listener Alex, who won the Peacherine Ragtime Society Orchestra's CD, Step With Pep by doing nothing more than listening to last week's show and sending an email asking to be put in the drawing. I'm not sure if I have to fill out a customs form or what the postage is, but tomorrow I'll be shipping the Peacherine CD to Alex, who lives in Quebec, Canada. And thanks to the thousand, uh, to the many of you who sent emails requesting the CD. I'm sorry you all couldn't win, but everyone can easily get their own copy plus the orchestra's two other CDs, including the latest, Elite Syncopations, at the orchestra's website, peacherineragtime.org, or at rivermontrecords.com. Last week, I played Muggin' Lately by Lewis Russell and his orchestra. Well, this week, we're going to do some more Muggin', beginning with Bob Sylvester and his orchestra, who are Huggin' and Muggin'. Thank you. 
come fall down just like drops of rain. All blues come fall down just like drops of rain. Oh, my baby, tell me, hurry back again. Now that's all right, babe, that's all right for you. Oh, that's all right, babe, that's all right for you. But as I've been you, that's the way you do. Going down to the jailhouse, asking I get in. Going down to the jailhouse, asking I get in. Cause my dog, a woman, treats me worse than sin. Nobody knows just how it started Somebody blew it through a horn Somebody played it on the fiddle Somebody sang it and a song was born Now it's the craze, the new sensation It's the song the bands all swing Now it's the phrase that rocks the nation Don't try to stop me cause I'm gonna sing Eyes a mug and boom Wheels a mug and bang Eyes a mug and boom Mug and boom, we the mug and splang. I the mug and boom, for I had to do that, do that. 
Dangles muggin', old Stephen's muggin'. Oh, everybody's mug on down. Oh, the mug, mug, mug it. The mug is fast. Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli with Freddie Taylor providing the vocal on "As a Muggin'." The quintet had been recording for the Ultraphone label, but this was from the group's first session with HMV on May 4, 1936. "As a Muggin'" was written by Stuff Smith. Before that, Richard Jones and his Jazz Wizards were Muggin' the Blues, a Richard M. Jones original, on March 7, 1935. We started the show with Bob Sylvester and his orchestra from a Vocalion 78 made September 22, 1937, and Huggin' and Muggin'. Huggin' and Muggin' was written by Richard McPherson under the name Cecil Mack. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. Color vision deficiency, the politically correct term for what we used to call color blindness, affects about 7% of males and 0.4% of females in the U.S. Red-green color blindness is the most common type, but there's also the less common blue-yellow color blindness and the far less common total color blindness. My friend and colleague Brian is color vision deficient, but he was recently surprised by his employees with the gift of a pair of color-enhancing glasses. I had no idea there was such a thing, but they became commercially available about four years ago. While they don't suddenly cure color blindness, they do help some people to see better separation of some colors, and apparently made a remarkable difference in Brian's color vision outdoors in bright light. And they'll even make a difference when he's watching TV or movies. His wife took video of the occasion, and his reaction was so exuberant that Enchroma, the manufacturer of the glasses, posted the video on their website. So here for Brian and all those who so generously and thoughtfully chipped in for his glasses is a set of rapidly rotating records about color, beginning with Bob Allen singing, That's right, I used to be colorblind.
And everything that passes Seems of rosy you somehow Why do I feel so spry? Don't wink your eye Needn't guess, I'll confess Certain someone just said yes In a bungalow All covered with roses I will settle down, I vow That's why I'm looking at the world Through rose-colored glasses And everything is rosy now 
other, you have a couple of versions of looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. But that's okay, because the first was a piano solo by Frank Banta with Arthur Hall singing the vocal refrain. Arthur Hall is credited on that August 1926 Banner 78 with his real name, but Frank Banta is credited as Jimmy Andrews. The second version of Looking at the World Through Rose-Colored Glasses, written by Tommy Maley and Jimmy Steiger, was by Abe Lyman's California Orchestra with an unidentified vocalist in Chicago on July 15, 1926. It's too bad that isn't a better Fidelity record, but it was made using Brunswick's light ray process. Touted by the company in an article in the October 1925 issue of the Phonograph Monthly Review as an achievement of the highest possible significance to every man, woman, and child interested in home, happiness, fun, and progress. It marks a milestone in mankind's advance through the ages in search of the beautiful in sound. The light ray recording method was a variation of the palophotophone developed by Dr. Charles Hoxie of General Electric. Although it was an electrical recording, it did not use a microphone, but a palatrope, described as a dancing beam of light. We started off that colorful set with Bob Allen, backed by Hal Kemp and his orchestra on I Used to Be Colorblind, recorded July 7, 1938. I Used to Be Colorblind was written by Irving Berlin and is from the 1938 film Carefree, where it's sung by Fred Astaire and danced by Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Carefree was the eighth of their ten films together. Savor the colors, Brian. I'm a big fan of Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Well, here's a segment of rapidly rotating records about nothing, beginning with Benny Davis and the Indiana Syncopators.
me intently and then whisper gently sweet nothings of love take me out good timing and just keep on rhyming sweet nothings of love maybe you don't mean it but baby i've seen it it fits just like a glove i'm the kind who calls for a subject who falls for sweet nothings of love
From December 21st, 1922, that was The Georgians, led by Frank Guarenti, with Nothing But. Nothing But was written by Sam Ward, Ferdy Graffet, and Henry Bussey, and was preceded by George Olson and his music with Sweet Nothings of Life, recorded by Victor right here in Southern California at the Hal Roach Studios in Culver City on November 10th, 1929. Sweet Nothings of Love was composed by Walter Donaldson, and the Edgar Leslie lyrics were sung there by Mrs. George Olson, Ethel Chute. It was in the musical comedy film Hot for Paris, where it was sung by Fifi D'Orsay. Before that was Burt Ralton and his Havana Band, March 25, 1926, with Nothing Else to Do, written by Roy Brugere, Nat Goodwin, and Larry Shea. We started off that Nothing set with Benny Davis and the Indiana Syncopators, with Benny Davis providing the vocal on All Over Nothing at All. All Over Nothing at All was composed by James S. Rule, and the J. Kieran Brennan and Paul Cunningham lyrics were sung by Benny Davis. I don't know if that's the same Benny Davis that wrote Babyface. Nothing is known about the group, which may or may not have been related at all to the original Indiana Five. I'm sorry it's not in better shape, but that record was recorded in Long Island City, New York, in mid-1923, and was issued on the LaBelle label, number 1511. The LaBelle Phonograph Corporation was founded by Max L. Goldbert and operated a large wholesale phonograph and record shop on Waverly Place in New York. We talked about Waverly Place a few weeks ago. Remember? The records were originally produced by the Columbia Graphophone Company, but by the time of this recording, production was taken over by the Fletcher Record Corporation. Fletcher ceased operations in late 1923, and the LaBelle label was discontinued. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon. Last week, to fulfill a request, I played Pass Out Lightly by Benny Moten's Kansas City Orchestra, which is subtitled, It Ain't Nothing At All. Now, last segment was specifically nothing songs, but this segment is all about nothing.
gal can be But a man who's good to me Pleases me in every way Here is all that I can say My daddy don't do nothing bad Best is man I've ever had I'm absolutely satisfied with him Because he puts his heart and soul in everything he
You heard Frank Guarinti leading the Georgians in the last segment, and you heard him again just now as part of the British band Bert Furman and his rhythmic eight with We Ain't Got Nothing to Lose from a Xenophone 78 made June 6, 1928. We Ain't Got Nothing to Lose was written by Irving Masloff, Pete Wendling, and Benny Davis. That was preceded by classic blues singer Martha Copeland in her first appearance on the show with My Daddy Don't Do Nothing Bad, written by Andy Rizaf. That Columbia 78 was made in New York on May 26, 1928. Martha Copeland, whose real name may have been Martha Williams, was born around 1891 to 1894 and began her recording career in 1923 with OK. She made 34 sides by 1928, and when recording for Columbia, she was billed as Everybody's Mammy. Her Smoky City Trio recordings in 1927 featured pianist Porter Granger, but here she was accompanied by Rube Bloom on piano and Irving Peskin on cornet. Irving Peskin was born January 20, 1908, in Worcester, Massachusetts. He took cornet lessons as a child and, while in high school, studied with George Major, principal trumpet with the Boston Symphony. As a teenager, he played with several bands throughout the city and, with his brother Charles, formed his own band, Irving Peskin and his orchestra, where he was billed as the Boy Wonder Cornetist. Peskin first recorded as a member of Joe Hurley's orchestra, and in 1929 relocated to Hollywood, where he worked for most of his career as a musician and arranger. He has several compositions to his credit, including Chinese Jumble and State and Madison. Irving Peskin lived to the ripe old age of 103 and died on February 4, 2011. We started off with nothing. Nat Shilkrit and his orchestra, September 15, 1927. Nothing was written by Roy Turk and Lou Handman. Uh, I mean nothing was written by Roy Turk and Lou Handman. We had a couple of segments there about nothing and nothing, and of course the opposite of nothing is something. So here's something, and that something is wonderful.
What can I promise or give for such a thrill? I feel it still. You make the sweetest admission when you say maybe I do. You rouse my only ambition, winning you. I'm like the old tortoise who raced the hare. I'm slow, but I'll win. I'm starting, and I'll get there. You'll have to give in. I'll make a yes out of maybe. I've got to do it somehow. That gives me something to live for now. snappy way to end the show, the Clico Club Eskimos with Scrappy Lambert singing the vocal refrain on You Do Something to Me. That Cole Porter tune is from the musical comedy 50 Million Frenchmen, which opened at the Lyric Theater on November 27, 1929, and ran until July 5, 1930. That record was recorded on December 17, about three weeks after the show opened. 
Before that, Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra once again, this time with Dick Robertson, and Something to Live For, recorded the last day of February 1929. And it wasn't a leap year. The song written by Edward Ellescue and Joseph Meyer for the Broadway show Lady Fingers was cut prior to the show's January 31, 1929 opening at the Liberty Theater. We started off with Something Wonderful, That Wonderful Something is Love, sung there by Smith Ballou with Joe Venuti and his New Yorkers. That OK 78 was made October 16, 1929. I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.